With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Our family didn't have family vacations. We didn't go to the beach in the summertime. You know, we, we, we wrestle. I get like a little bit of everything that I kind of wanted in my life. Like, you know, a little wrestling. Our wrestling is just kind of the fabric of the culture. You know, I think that was a very important part of who I am and who I am today. Uh, going back and coming uh, back through the struggles. You're probably the first person I've talked to about it outside of uh, my family and my, my personal wrestlers. That voice in my head kind of that said, you can't do this, that was kind of what made me want to do it. It doesn't matter you know, how your body feels or how you feel, but you know, it's, it's about how you go out and compete and your attitude really when you're out on the map. So that, that national tournament that year was was um, was the most enjoyable wrestling experience that, ever, that I've ever had in my life. For 17 years, it was like, this is what I was training for, you know, and this is potentially my last tournament. It's like, this is it. It's like eight mile, like you only get one shot. I felt like he took what was mine, you know, and um, I was trying to take what was his. So just kind of how things go. But... Welcome to episode nine of the Sudden History Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Earl Smith. It is officially the best week of the year, Nationals Week. What better way to prepare for it than a show full of my facts, stats, and trends, as well as some predictions that are sure to go down in flames. If you'd like to tweet me yours, you can do so at D1CW or at Sudden History for the show account. Without any further, let's get down to business. Here is everything you need to know prior to NCA's If you still have a chance, you can scratch out your bracket, make some crucial changes based on the following information. First, we have a historical look at NCAA champions by seed over the past 10 years. 49% of the winners are number one seeds. I'm not a math genius, but you have 10 champs over 10 years, 49 of them, it's probably going to be 49%. Number two seeds have won 25% of the time. Here's where it starts to drop off. The three seeds have only won 8% of the time. Going down to the four seeds, there have only been six of them that have won in the last 10 years. Only four have come from the number five and number six seeds. And then there have only been one, number eight, number nine, number 12, and number 13 seeds to win NCAA titles over the past 10 seasons. They are Jordan Lean, the 8 seed, Quentin Wright, the 9 seed, Jared King, the 12 seed, and Cody Brewer, the 13 seed. Now we're going to look at a historical look at NCAA champions by conference over the past 10 years. 47% of the winners have been from the Big Ten 25% from the Big 12, 14% from the EIWA, 5% from the Pac-12, 
3% from the ACC. All three of those winners have been from NC State. And then another 3% from both the EWL and the MAC. Here's a historical look at the NCAA champions by home state over the past 10 years. Both Pennsylvania and Ohio have tied with nine wrestlers winning 14 titles. New Jersey has had eight wrestlers win 11 titles. New York has had six wrestlers win 10 titles. Both Iowa and Michigan have had five wrestlers win six titles. Wisconsin has had four wrestlers win seven titles. California has had four wrestlers win six titles. Missouri has had four wrestlers winning titles. Oklahoma has had three wrestlers win five titles. Indiana has had three wrestlers win titles. Minnesota has had two wrestlers win three titles. And Arizona has had two wrestlers win titles. Colorado, Florida, Idaho, Illinois, Kansas, Oregon, Tennessee, Utah, and Virginia have all had one champion in the past 10 years. Penn State has the longest current streak with at least one NCAA champion. That is every year since 2011. Since 2012, only three wrestlers have won NCAA titles after losing their conference tournaments. They are... Matt Brown in 2015, Derek St. John in 2013, and Steve Bosack in 2012. couple random facts. You know this. Teams with 10 NCAA qualifiers this season, Nebraska, Oklahoma State, and Rutgers. Last year I made a team, uh, made a list of teams that have had an NCAA qualifier at the same weight class for the past 17 years. That is also when the current weight class structure was put into effect. These teams have continued on the streak. Cornell at 197 pounds with Owen Scott. Again, they've had a qualifier at 197 pounds. Every year, the 197 pound weight class has been in effect. Iowa has continued that streak at 184 pounds with Sam Brooks. Minnesota, everybody knows their great heavyweight tradition. Michael Krells continues at 285. Now, Oklahoma State has six weight classes in which wrestlers have qualified for nationals every single year. 133 pounds, Gary Wayne Harding. 157 pounds, Jojo Smith. 165 pounds, Alex Deeringer. 174 pounds, Chandler Rogers and 285 with Austin Marsden. Minnesota actually got scratched off the list this year at 133 pounds because they did not qualify a wrestler. One of my favorite trends comes at 149 pounds where since 2006 a Big Ten wrestler has won an NCAA championship in the even-numbered years while someone from another conference without repeating has won it in the odd years. Starting with Dustin Schlater, 2006. 2007, it was the EWL's Gregor Gillespie. 2008, Brent Metcalf. 2009, the ACC's Darian Caldwell. 2010, Brent Metcalf. 2011, the EIWA's Kyle Dake. 2012, Frank Molinaro. 
2013, the Big 12's Jordan Oliver. 2014, Jason Sertzis. And I correctly forecast last year, based on that trend, the MAC needed a title, which they got from Missouri's Drake Haudeschild. This year goes back to the Big Ten, since it's an even-numbered year. Well, who's the top seed? Zane Rutherford of Penn State. So you know who I'm picking. Going to move on to some Team NCAA qualifier facts. Army West Point's five NCAA qualifiers is the most since 2008 when they had six. Bloomsburg has not had an NCAA qualifier in the past two years. Bucknell, six NCAA qualifiers this year. That's the most since 2009. Buffalo has three NCAA qualifiers after having none in 2015 due to an APR suspension. Cal State Bakersfield's five NCAA qualifiers is the most since 2010. Maryland's one NCAA qualifier, Jeff Alexander, is the lowest since 2006 when Andrew Schlaufer was the only qualifier. Minnesota's five NCAA qualifiers are the least since 2009 when they also had five. Some Northern Illinois Husky-related information. Four qualifiers, most since 2007. Steve Blees is their first wrestler that was seeded since 2008 when Pat Castillo was the 10 seed. Coincidentally, all four of their NCAA qualifiers hail from Michigan. Northwestern's three qualifiers is the lowest number since 2010 when they only had one. Ohio got Shakur Laney and Andrew Romanchik as at-large berths. This gave the Bobcats seven NCAA qualifiers program best. Oregon State's six NCAA qualifiers is the lowest since 2010 when they had six. I mentioned earlier, Rutgers had 10 NCAA qualifiers for the first time. What you may not realize, they qualified Sean McCabe of New York, Tyson Dippery of Pennsylvania. These are the first two non-New Jersey residents to qualify for Nationals for Rutgers in all of the 2000s. Sacred Heart continues to go without an NCAA qualifier. Their last was in 2007 with All-American Payam Zarenpour. South Dakota State, it seems like they break school records every time they go out and wrestle. They're going to bring a program high five wrestlers to nationals. Another school with a record number of qualifiers is Stanford, who brings six. Virginia will have five NCAA qualifiers, their lowest since having three in 2008. Wyoming's three NCAA qualifiers, also their lowest total since 2008 when they had two. How about some home state-related facts? Alabama has an NCAA qualifier. That is Indiana's Elijah Oliver. You actually don't have to go back too far to find an NCAA qualifier from Alabama. That would be Americans heavyweight Blake Heron in 2013 and 2014. However, the state has only produced four different qualifiers in the 2000s. California will check in with three number one seeds, Nishan Garrett, Isaiah Martinez, and Morgan McIntosh. Here's a stat directly for Ben Askren. There were more NCAA qualifiers from Greenwood Village, Colorado, three, than the entire state of Wisconsin with two. 
those from Greenwood Village, Colorado, the fine silver twins Zach and Mitch, and Tanner Harms of Wyoming. Connecticut will have four NCAA qualifiers more than any year in the 2000s. Campbell's VO Heino is originally from Helsinki, Finland. The last Scandinavian NCAA qualifier before him was Cal State Fullerton's Babak Nejamakadam of Sweden in 2000 and 2001. I apologize because there's a 98% chance I butchered his name. Moving on to Georgia, the state, not the country. They have seven NCAA qualifiers, which is the most in a season for all of the 2000s. In fact, all seven are underclassmen, so expect that number to rise next year. Wrestling in the entire state's been on the rise for a couple years now. Let's get a D1 program in the state now. Illinois, always been a power has 27 NCAA qualifiers. Actually, they're most since the year 2000. Iowa has 11 qualifiers. That is their lowest since 2003 when they had eight. Kentucky has had their first NCAA qualifier since 2013. Actually, they have three, Sean Falls, John Fay, and John Lamp. It's their highest total in all of the 2000s. Pennsylvania has 64 NCA qualifiers. They haven't had a number that high since the year 2002 when they also had 64. Jason Tolbert's the only qualifier from the state of Utah. That is the lowest total in any year in the 2000s. Some seed-related facts. The last time there was a number one seed that did not All-American. Anybody? Bueller? 2011, when Darian Caldwell was injured and defaulted out of the tournament. Last year, there was two number two seeds that did not All-American. Michael Moreno of Iowa State at 165 and Max Thomasite of Pitt at 184. In the last 10 years, there's an average of 8.4 unseeded All-Americans. That number may slightly be skewed because they've started seeding to 16 in the year 2014. Now I have some titles for my notes here. This is going to be my bracket-related buffoonery. There are four first-round matches in which all Americans will butt heads. They start off at 125 pounds, six-seeded Eddie Clamera taking on Connor Utsi. The pair met last year at Nationals Constellation quarters with UC getting a 3-2 victory. Also meeting in the first round, top seed, 133, Nishan Garrett, Mason Beckman. You have to go all the way back to, well, the last time they stepped on the mat, they met each other in the EIWA finals. These two have combined to earn five All-American honors between them. 149 pounds, it's going to be a matchup that features the 8-seed Evan Henderson versus last year's 5th-place finisher B.J. Clagan. Henderson has made the podium twice in his career. Blake Stauffer and Kenny Quartz, they officially have history at 184 pounds. Quartz was responsible for Stauffer's only regular season loss last year. However, he avenged that to some degree, defeating Quartz in the Constellation Semis at Nationals. 
Another possible meeting is at 184 pounds. Old Dominion's Jack Deckow has to get by Hano of Campbell in a pigtail match. If so, he'd meet defending NCAA champ Gabe Dean technically in a first-round match. This would be a rematch of last year's All-Star Classic, which was won by Dean. If Sean Russell of Edinburgh able to pull the upset over the 12 seed Paul Petroff, we could be faced with a match between Russell and Ryan Milhoff, both high school teammates at Georgia Power, Collins Hill High School. Then at 157 pounds, the matchup of the coaches' sons, Jake Ryan of Ohio State versus Jojo Smith of Oklahoma State. That won't be intense or anything. 197 pounds seeds hold true, and Morgan McIntosh and Kyle Connell both win their first matches. What does that leave us with? A Wolf vs. Wolf match in the Constellations. Ryan Wolf of Ryder, Michael Wolf of the Naval Academy. If you're not careful, that 197 bracket could get tricky for fans. There are two Scots, Owen of Cornell, Sean of Northern Illinois, and two Boykins, Michael of NC State, and Scotty of Chattanooga. And now the moment you've all been waiting for. My bracket breakdowns, my official picks for the 2016 NCAA Division I Wrestling Championships. I'm usually pretty bad at this, so take it with a grain of salt. Unless I'm right, then I'll come on here and brag. My champion at 125 pounds, Thomas Gilman. Runner-up, Nico Megaludis. Third place, Nathan Tomasello. Fourth place, Joey Dance. Fifth place, Barlow McGee. Sixth place, Eddie Clamara. Seventh place, Ryan Milhoff. And in eighth place, the number 12 seed, Paul Petroff. And some of the following brackets, I'm going to give you my semifinal matchups. This one, it's all chalk. I feel like the top four seeds are pretty much head and shoulders above anybody else. Not saying that they can't go down, but I'd be very surprised if any of those four did not make the semifinals. So I'm not going to repeat myself. They're all there. Moving on to 133 pounds. This one is kind of a disappointment. You're going to have the best match of the bracket taking place in the upper bracket semifinals. I kind of understand why it's happening, but as a fan, it stinks. Champion 133 pounds, Deshaun Garrett. Runner-up from Iowa, Corey Clark. Third place, Corey Brewer. Fourth place, Zane Richards. Fifth place, always got to support him. My man, my namesake, Earl Hall, Iowa State. Sixth place, Jordan Conaway. Seventh place, Ryan Taylor. And eighth place, unseated, Rossi Bruno of Michigan. Again, these semis I pretty much have. Not pretty much, I do have chalk. 141 pounds. This is one that could get kind of funky. I don't have it going too crazy, but if a bracket could blow up, I could see it being this one. My champion, I have the freshman from Stanford, Joey McKenna. 
I have him meeting Anthony Ashnell in the finals. Third place, Dean Heil. Fourth place, Mike Jordan. Fifth place, Kevin Jack. Sixth place, Tommy Thorne. Seventh place, Solomon Shishko. And eighth place, Todd Preston. My semis, I have Dean Heil and Anthony Ashnell. Bottom half of the bracket, Micah Jordan, Joey McKenna. 149 pounds. Beginning of the year, I expected this one to be pretty deep, but it's kind of a two-horse race, and in reality, maybe a one-horse race. That is Zane Rutherford. I have him beating Brandon Sorensen. Third place from Michigan, Alec Pantaleo. Fourth place, Jason Sertzis. Fifth place, Jake Souflone. Sixth place, Andy Anthony Colica. Seventh place, LeVon Mays. And eighth place, I have the 15 seed, Dan Neff of Lock Haven. My semis here, Rutherford, Pantelio, Sertzis, and Sorensen. Moving up to 157 pounds. I don't even think I need to say my semifinals here because we kind of have a big four. Champion's the only one that's maybe in doubt. And that's going to be Jason Nolf of Penn State over Isaiah Martinez. Third place, I have the freshman coming back after the quarterfinal loss. That's JoJo Smith. Fourth place, Tommy Gant. Fifth place, Ian Miller. Sixth place, Austin Matthews of Edinburgh. Seventh place, Cody Pack. For second consecutive weight class, I have the 15 seed. Getting into the eighth place slot, that's going to be Chad Walsh of Ryder. 165 pounds. Alex Deeringer, Oklahoma State, winning his third title. His finals opponent is going to be Isaac Jordan, Wisconsin. Third place, and it's it's a shame he's on the side of the bracket because I was I was really wanting to pick this guy as a six seed getting to the finals. That's the Missouri freshman Daniel Lewis. I really like him. He happens to be on the wrong side of the bracket though. Fourth place, Bo Jordan. Fifth place, Stephen Rodriguez. Sixth place, Max Roscoff. Seventh place, Chad Welsh, Purdue. And eighth place, unseated, Duke Pickett. My semis, I have Deeringer and Lewis on the top half. And the bottom half, the Jordan Cousins, with Isaac coming out again. 174. Now this is another bracket that I could see blowing up and getting kind of crazy. I actually kind of have it doing so. Um, I do have the number one seed, Bo Nickel, coming out on top. However, I have him meeting another freshman in the finals, 11-seeded Miles Martin of Ohio State. Third place, I have Brian Robuto. Fourth place, Zach Brunson. Fifth place, Zach Epperly. Sixth place, Blaze Butler. Seventh place, Ethan Ramos. 
and eighth place, the 12 seed, Nathan Jackson. My semis here, I have Bo Nichols, Zach Brunson, bottom half, Miles Martin, Brian Robuto. 184 pounds. Have the champ repeating, Gabe Dean. This time, his finals opponent, Vic Avery, Edinburgh. Third place, Nate Brown. Fourth place, Zach Savatsky. Fifth place, Sam Brooks. Sixth place, Nolan Boyd. Seventh place, T.J. Dudley. And in eighth place from Penn, the 11th seed, Lorenzo Thomas. Semifinals look like Gabe Dean, Zach Savatsky, Vic Avery, Nate Brown. 197 pounds. Jaden Cox takes out the undefeated Morgan McIntosh for his second title. Third place, Connor Hartman. Fourth place, Nathan Burak. Fifth place, Brett Farr. Sixth place, Max Huntley. Seventh place, Jared Hawk. And eighth place, Reuben Franklin. Semis, I have Morgan McIntosh, Connor Hartman. Bottom half of the bracket, Brett Farr, Jaden Cox. And the one you've really been waiting for, everybody's been waiting for, heavyweight 285. The winner I have is, drumroll please, Antonio Paluzzi, Franklin Marshall. J just kidding. I don't mean to poke fun. The champion I have, Nick Wisdowski. Runner-up, Kyle Snyder. Third place, Ty Walls. Fourth place, Amir Desi. Fifth place, Adam Kuhn. Sixth place, Denzel DeJournette. Seventh place, Austin Marsden. And eighth place, Sam Stoll. Semis I have, Gwizdowski and Kuhn. Bottom half of the bracket, Walls and Snyder. And for your team race, going from 5-1 to one in 5th place, Virginia Tech. 4th place, Ohio State. 3rd place, Iowa. 2nd place, Oklahoma State. And the 2016 National Champions, as determined by the Southern History Podcast, is going to be Penn State. There you have it. There's the official picks. Again, change your brackets if possible. Prior to your trip to New York, make sure you get a copy of Jason Bryan's NCAA Championship Preview Guide. It is well worth the money. And before I go, I hope to run into listeners while we are in New York. It will truly be an awesome time. The NCAAs are a special experience, no matter who wins and loses. So, I'm going to ask Greg Jones to take us away. How the hell do I get off this stage? With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.